everyone, and welcome to the Amplify Her podcast. I am your host, Christina Singh, and boy, oh boy, it feels it feels weird and great and um, strange, just all the feelings to be recording right now. And I apologize if you hear lots of Brooklyn in the background. For some reason, this week, my street has just been the noisiest and recording is definitely challenging. But I wanted to pop on here because there has just been so much going on in my life as of late. And I'm not going to dive into everything because it all still feels it all still feels very personal and very raw um, and you know, it involves my child and I want to protect my child and not really throw all sorts of information about him online. Um, and, and also I, I have, you know, a few things that I do want to share during this episode that I've learned over the past couple weeks. But essentially, I have not posted episodes um, and been online for the past two weeks, and um, I didn't come on and, you know, say anything. And um, so my son is is wonderful now. He's doing really well, um, but he was hospitalized for RSV, and RSV is a really nasty respiratory virus that most parents know about. Uh, and when they do hear about RSV, it is, you know, it, for me, it causes great fear when I hear about RSV because this virus is known to affect younger children in a really intense and negative way. Um, many children have been um, hospitalized for RSV, are usually put on oxygen, Um and it is just really scary. And so I haven't been online because my child got sick with RSV and it led to a hospitalization for him for a couple nights. And um, apologies if I get emotional, um, but it has been such a wild two weeks. Um, I basically dropped everything in my life. Um, including my full-time role. I could only be online in limited hours and my supervisor was just so lovely and understanding about everything. But essentially my world was just kind of thrown upside down because even after my son was out of the hospital, it just seemed like we were dealing with non-stop symptoms, non-stop roadblocks, non-stop everything just things, just everything that, you know, we were facing the next day, something would go horribly wrong. And so it has just been traumatic and it's been really, really hard. And I know that others have it way worse than I do, but I'm not going to lie about how I've been feeling and about how this has affected me. Um, because I think that's the whole point of what I'm doing here is to hear from people about their stories, their emotions, their evolution. And um, parenting is uh, really, really hard. (laughs) 
parenting is um, the biggest, the most challenging thing I've ever done. And uh, this was really up there with my husband's surgery. Um, You know, luckily, Liam was doing really well and responding. um, That's my son um, to his treatments and he you know by the third morning he was looking really good his energy was great and we were able to come home um but because symptoms just kept persisting and things just kept getting worse and then better and then worse it was just you know i think when your child or someone you love ends up in the hospital it can be really traumatic and um many many things can trigger those those moments Um, so what I wanted to say, other than kind of like spilling my guts right now about how I'm feeling, um, and I am okay. I'm, I'm not, and I am like, I am functioning, (laughs) which doesn't sound great, but it feels really nice to have, um, some time for myself and ultimately the best thing in the world is just having my son be happy and healthy and Uh, we're still working through some kinks, but he is happy and healthy and, um, gosh, he's just the best. Um, and I am definitely going to be going to therapy to process a lot of what, um, what we went through and just seeing your, your child in a state. And again, I know people have it way worse. It's just, when you uh, go through something traumatic, I feel like self-care is really, really important. Um, so there are a couple things that I just wanted to mention. Um, again, it just feels weird sharing too much. Um, and I'm just not really going to get into like tons of detail. But uh, I I did want to mention some things that I've learned around RSV. Um, and the biggest thing is um, if you have a small child, just please please be aware if they're showing, you know, if they have a cough, if they're stuffy, if they have a fever, um, please don't hesitate to take them to the doctor. Like I have been seeing stories nonstop about RSV hospitalizations being on the rise and major right now. It's, it's kind of everywhere. Um, right after my son left the hospital, people just kept sending me stories about, oh my gosh, I just saw this feature on RSV. I just saw, you know, there's hospital beds are filling with children who are in need of care from this virus. And, um, you know, COVID is scary enough and, and then this is in the mix and it's terrifying. Um, so all this to say, if your child is sick and you're nervous, um, you know, you have a pediatrician for a reason. Like if they brush you off, you know, so be it. At least you took your kid to the doctor to be sure. Um, one thing that was really helpful for me in um, in what we've learned is I will now moving be moving forward. I will now be requesting a respiratory panel if my son has signs of a respiratory virus. Um, When COVID was in the mix, um, you know, uh, during Delta, um, 
and my son had some symptoms, our doctor would just naturally do a respiratory panel if he had to get tested. And there were a few times where he had to get tested weekly at one point. Um, and she would just do a respiratory panel to be safe. So you can request a respiratory panel. Your doctor can. It's just a panel of testing to see if your child has a respiratory virus. And if they have RSV, at least you're catching it earlier, managing symptoms. Obviously, you don't know how things can go, but the earlier you can catch it, the better. Um, and the other thing I want to say um, is if you're feeling like you, you don't have enough information about RSV, your pediatrician isn't giving you enough information, you know, it can be really hard for me to... Um, to engage in what I think is conflict, which is not, you know, very much conflict at all. But you can push back. You know, I, I just feel like you can push back on what people are telling you, you can request more information, you can ask to see your doctor, you can, you know, make these requests, you might not get everything immediately, but you can, you can do what you need to do. If someone is not calling you urgently or right away, take your kid to the ER, you know, like it's, I, I just have learned over the past two weeks a lot about, you know, if you're feeling like something is wrong, get your kid seen because you never know. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is originally my son had um, a fever and a cough and then we went into urgent care and he had been diagnosed with a double ear infection. Um, and I wanted to say if your child has an ear infection coupled with like a fever and a cough, sometimes that can be dismissed, but that is actually a symptom of RSV. Um, so definitely get your child tested again with that respiratory panel. And then um, in addition to that, uh, if your child is not eating or drinking, definitely get them tested um, if they have, you know, a fever and a cough or even like um, uh, an ear infection. I know ear infections can present all of these symptoms and I didn't know that RSV could cause ear infections. So um, I have learned that now. Um there are so many things that I've learned, um, but those are some of the major things that I wanted to share. It's just like you can push for a respiratory panel. Um, our pediatrician's office actually told us that insurance is no longer covering respiratory panels for that practice. So um, I'm going to be going to another doctor to see how we can, you know, get those services done because um, I just feel like that is insane and ridiculous. Um, especially when RSV cases are on the rise. It feels like that is intentional because they are very, you know, feels like, I don't know, not to get into the politics of insurance, but it just seems so strange that insurance wouldn't cover testing. So, um, I, 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 I don't know. My brain is mush. Um, and I wanted to come on here to just chat to update people who maybe listen to the show. <laughs> um, and I have a deep desire to work on things for, you know, you know, my personal interests, things that I want to grow. And it can be, it is really, really hard for me to navigate the ups and downs of parenting and my personal interests. Um, it's a lot. Um, 
And I just want to say, like, if your life is hectic and um, you're finding it really hard to find time for yourself, I definitely feel you. Um, Over the course of these past two weeks, like, I was in survival mode. And then when I got an ounce of time for myself, like I just desperately needed that to refuel. And I know this about myself, but it just really brought a lot of that to light. Like I really, really need time alone um, to fill up my tank, to feel like myself, to feel human. And I've always been that way. Um, But the past two weeks, it's just been one trauma after the next. And so it just really brought a lot of that to light. So I just wanted to share that. Like I am feeling, sorry if I'm emotional. Um, I am feeling a lot of emotions when it comes to honoring myself and honoring this journey of parenting. Um, Because obviously I would do anything for my child and put myself before my child. Um, But sometimes that is really hard. Um, And sometimes I can't, you know, fully do that for, for an extended period of time. And I just want to be honest about that and say, like, if you need a moment for yourself, take it, you know, you are allowed to have that. And I think as parents, and especially as mothers, we're thrown this narrative that you just have to keep sacrificing, sacrificing, sacrificing and keep doing it all. And I have a child that only wants me when he is upset and when he's sick. And that can feel like a lot um, to carry and a lot to shepherd throughout this parenting journey. And um, so if you're feeling that way, you are not alone. Like it is very, very hard carrying that. And I have an incredible partner who steps in, who, you know, is my, my partner in parenting. And even then, you know, the balance is not there when your child only wants you or when you can sense that your child needs you. Um, and yeah, it's, um, it's a really hard thing to navigate and we are constantly told that we should be totally fine with, um, with this, like with, um, having no, no space or time for, for us. Um, but also when my brain goes into survival mode, I don't even think about the time for me. I don't even think about, you know, taking space or anything like that. I just think about what my son needs and what he wants. And so, um, yeah, I don't really know. I think it's like a very complex web, um, this whole parenting thing. And it's hard to figure out and it's hard to find a balance. And it's it's hard when there's like a, a deep desire to do things, you know, for yourself. And um, there's that restriction. Restriction? Why am I English? Restriction. <laughs> Um, so I'm sorry if this is like a bit heavy. Um, my life has just been heavy lately and, um, it's, it's kind of finally starting to feel like I'm coming out of it, but I'm also like still carrying very heavy emotions and trying to process. And 
Um, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, like, does anybody else feel when they're parenting, like, you just need, like, a weekend alone? <laughs> um, because I kind of feel that way. <laughs> and I, um, yeah, I think it's a little hard. It's, like, so hard because... I know I keep saying it's so hard, but that's, I guess that's just what's pouring out of me right now. Like, I feel like I need a weekend alone, but then at the same time, I don't want to be away from my son. (laughs) It's, it's such a strange mixture of feelings. Um, and I am just so happy, like we're on the other side of things, but it's going to take me a moment to ease back into all of this. And, um, I'm really hoping that I can have some new interviews and some new um, content and and really like dive back into things. It is so strange when something comes and rocks your world and just kind of throws you for a loop. Um, And I had this in May when um, my family had COVID, which was not nearly as as worse as this. Like, this was 10 hundred times worse than that experience. And, um, yet it was during my busy season at work and my son couldn't go to school and my, you know, it, whatever it was intense, but there is just, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's been a hard time. It's been intense. It's been um, beautiful to spend time with my son and to see him heal and to hold him for 48 hours, basically. And like to just, yeah, be with him nonstop has also been such a gift. Parenting fucks you up, man. Like, it's so weird having all these feelings swirling in my brain at the same time. Can anyone else relate? Please leave me a voicemail if you can. I'm going to put the link in my bio. Like, I I just, I don't know. It's a shit show. It's a shit show in my mind right now. Um, <laughs> But I really can't wait to get back into the groove of things. And, um, I mean, so much has happened. Taylor Swift released an album. Um, That's the biggest thing that's happened, I guess. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like there has just been so much going on and um yeah, I'm just kind of like easing my way back into it all. So, if you're feeling kind of crazy like I am right now, leave me a voicemail. Um let me know how you're feeling. And uh, I definitely want to keep the conversation going about just like having 50,000 emotions at one time and uh you know, just like healing and uh I don't fucking know. All these things thanks for listening. Um, you all are just amazing. And, um, I'm just really, really grateful to be doing this. And, uh, yeah, feels like I put a lot out there, (laughs) but whatever. It's just how I feel. Um, all right. You're welcome for this very awkward episode and I will, um, see you maybe on Friday. We'll see how that goes, but definitely next Wednesday. All right. Bye, guys.
The Amplify Her podcast is a part of the Amplify Her Media Network. You can check out more shows on the Amplify Her Media Network over on Instagram at Amplify Her Media.